Hi, welcome to Pineapple Rails. I'm your host, Nia, and on this episode, I'll be covering Escape Room Tournament of Champions, which came out in 2021. Stay tuned. The plot summary for Escape Room Tournament of Champions is as follows. Six people unwittingly find themselves locked in another series of escape rooms, slowly uncovering what they have in common to survive. Joining forces with two of the original survivors, they soon discover they've all played the game before. That is the sound of the spoiler alert. If you have not seen this movie and don't want it ruined, go ahead and start the podcast, go watch the film, then come back when you're done. This film has the same director as the first Escape Room movie, and it has one of the same writers, uh, Maria Melnick, in it as well, which helps with the consistency and the flow of the film. It looks similar to the first one. Yes, there's new rooms and, you know, uh, keys for them to, to solve, but is consistent with the first of it has the same tone same type of dialogue it doesn't seem misplaced in a part two of this film series for the cast of this film we have taylor russell they were in waves and escape room the first one and then we have logan miller who was in love simon the first escape room and as well as one room 104 Deborah Ann Wool, which we know her, um, well, I know her more so for True Blood and then as well as Daredevil. India Moore was in Queen and Slim and Pose. Holland Roden was in Teen Wolf and as well as in Mayans. Uh, Thomas Coker, I believe that, that's how you say his name, was in Table 19 in the Billionaire Boys Club. And then Carlito Olivero, who had a small role in this film, he was in A Bad Samaritan in East Los High. Most of this film was made in South Africa and some parts of Hungary. Here we are, Escape Room, Tournament of Champions. Why a sequel? And that's usually the question asked by those who love the first movie so much that there isn't a need for a part two or more. They worry that another installment won't hold up to what they originally like. And to put it simply with this franchise, it's a numbers game. It was about the money. So whether or not you liked the first escape room or you thought it could have been better, the fact is that this film brought in a lot of money. And so, of course, you're going to try to green light it for a second part. And the first escape room, they had a budget of about $9 million, and they received more than $150 million leading Columbia Pictures to create a sequel. And I think it was smart on their on their part. The way the first film ended was similar to Final Destination. It concludes in a way that could be the end of these the story for these characters, and our minds think about what if or there could be a continuation. Now, Escape Room, which I'll be calling it Escape Room TOC, for short, was a solid sequel. It kept in line with the first film. We got the same director and one of the original writers, like I said earlier, which helps with you know the overall look and tone of the film. And I like how they brought the players together on the subway. And with that being said, let's dive into the synopsis. So basically, with this part two of Escape Room, it follows the characters of Zoe and Ben. And Zoe decides that she wants to confront the shady organization, Minos, that's behind all of these escape rooms. So she takes it upon herself to do research and study, and she just keeps finding clue after clue within things. And at this point, she's, in, uh, she's seeing a therapist. 
and while she's in her therapist's office one day, the therapist is like encouraging her to move on and take a flight somewhere to give her her fear of flying. But Zoe, Zoe does tell her that she'll do it, but she ends up not being able to do it over her fear of flying and just opts to drive with Ben there. And while they are, you know, looking forward, they actually find it. They find where this headquarters, you know, could be. And um, on their way to go do it, uh, someone steals Zoe's necklace. And it's a necklace that her mother gave her. So her and Ben chase a person that took her necklace. And they get stuck inside a subway train with the person on the other side. And while they're on the train, at some point, the train separates from the rest of the uh, the car and it keeps Zoe, Ben and the other passengers, Rachel, Brianna, Nathan and Theo trapped inside. Finally, Minos reveals itself that they're doing yet again one of these games, but now they're forcing them to do so and they don't have a joy- choice. And that Zoe and Ben, they're learning that they, them as well as the other people on this train are survivors of previous Minos escape rooms. So the line, you know, oh, what is the tournament of champions? You know, kind of funny. I liked it. Um, but it's an interesting concept to see, you know, what happens when you have the best of the best in the same situation. They all obviously have certain strengths in the ways that they think. And I like how it all flowed together. Now, the subway is the first escape room that the group have to go ahead and get through. And I like this one. It seemed pretty cool and pretty straightforward, not too, too difficult to understand and figure out. Um, So basically, the group realized that they have to collect subway tokens to escape the train as uh, it gets rapidly more electrified. And... um, for the most part, they're able they're able to get through it, and we we uh, learn a little bit more about the people that are involved in the game. Nathan reveals his escape room group were all priests. Brianna reveals that they were all influencers. Uh, Rachel's group consisted of people who cannot feel physical pain, um, and you know they got to you know tell a little bit about where they all came from and why they're there. So after they're able to uh, escape the train, I won't say who makes it or who doesn't make it. They enter the next room, which looks like a bank room, and it has a slowly closing vault, and they have these green lights all around, which is a laser uh, security system, and they have to try to figure out the correct path on the towel on the floors to get to said bank vault. And the group manages to figure out the route and uh, the escape route, and um, Zoe is just perplexed by the frequent references to someone named Sonia in that room and the fact that the escape rooms don't have any connection to the group. And the next room after that is a beach room. And the beach room comes complete with a shack, lighthouse, and again, more references to Sonia, which it only seems like Zoe is the one seeing this. It's only sticking out to her. And the group, they, you know, start to figure out the puzzles and they figure out that the beach is covered in quicksand. And Nathan ends up sacrificing himself to save Rachel and he's followed up by the sand. And Zoe figures out the room's next puzzle and she finds a certain route out of the escape room. And just as she does, Brianna unlocks another route to get out as well. And there seems to be an argument between the two of them of which is a better one to go through. Well, Rachel and Ben side with Zoe and Brianna escapes through the main exit. And uh, Rachel and Ben traverse through the quicksand to the alternate route. 
but Ben sinks beneath the quicksand and is seemingly killed, unfortunately. Obviously, Zoe is mourning, you know, what this happened, and as does Rachel, and they vow to take Minos down. And they make their way through what looks like a manhole in the middle of New York City, but they soon realize that's a facade and they are still stuck in the game. And we see this this certain scene in the trailer when they come out of the manhole thinking that they're finally out of the game, but they realize that they're still stuck in it. And it's a screen just projecting images and sound of sounds of the city. Now, while in this fake city room that they're in, a panicked Brianna comes out and tells them that the acid rain is periodically being sprayed into the room. And the group figure out that the room's puzzle and open a cab and to escape, but only Zoe's able to enter before the cab locks and Rachel and Brianna are locked out. Zoe's stuck in the cab, which releases her where she falls from the bottom. And Brianna and Rachel are killed by the acid rain. I wasn't a fan of this scene only because I get that Rachel can't feel pain. So the acid rain is not really affecting falling on her skin. But when they get the cab open, I feel like there was truly time that at least two of them could have got it. Maybe one of them would have been locked out you know, whatever, maybe I'm just nitpicking on it, but I feel like that scene could have went a little bit different. I did like in the quicksand scene that there were two possible different ways to get out. I did like that play on, which is a better way, but obviously it didn't matter since both ways led to the acid rain. It's just that Brianna got there before Rachel and Zoe did. Now the room Zoe ends up encountering is a room that looks like a child's bedroom and then there's a diary for someone named Sonia revealing that the room was based on a special fun day that Sonia had out with her mother and then it's revealed that dun 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 Sonia's mother is revealed to be Amanda who actually survived her fall in the Soul Survivor game and was forced into making rooms for Minos after they abducted her daughter Sonia. So I liked how they lumped the character back in and she was able to explain to Zoe, you know, if you didn't see something happen, it didn't, then it didn't actually happen. So yes, in the first movie, we all saw uh, her fall to her, to assuming her death, but we never actually saw her body. So, and I use that, that mindset for movies in general, but because of how escape room was that first one, I don't think at that moment when she, when she suddenly fell to her death. We were thinking, oh, well, she's going to be in the sequel because you weren't thinking about that at that time. And even when I finished the film, I still wasn't thinking that that character would come back. Just wasn't, I just wasn't thinking about it in general. But I do like how they brought her into this film. I like how they worked her, moved her into the story. It didn't seem far-fetched or crazy. It seemed very, very feasible that this is how she would be able to flow into the story. And... Amanda, you know, she she begged Zoe to become the next puzzle maker for Minos. Minos is telling told her, hey, listen, your job and how you can be released is you get Zoe to make a game and, and we're all good. We'll give you your daughter. And then uh, Ben appears in the room trapped in a cage and Zoe is confused. But Amanda did say, you know, if you didn't see it happen, then it didn't happen. Meaning, you know, in the, in the at the beach scene with the quicksand sand, Ben didn't drown uh, to his death, he would just take it and put in another room. But Zoe refuses to work for Minos no matter what. 
And so when she says no, Ben's room has a cage and it just fills up with water. And Zoe and Amanda work together to try to free Ben. And they're able to start a fire from a gas line in their room. And they manage to break out the escape room and they flee the facility. They report their findings to the police who retrieve the bodies of Rachel, Brianna, Nathan, and Theo. And they even go public with Minos. And it's on all these news platforms about this escape room that actually traps patrons and you know they're they're dying all over the world there's all this this footage and it's great because zoe is getting what she wants and then zoe her necklace is retrieved by a fbi uh, excuse me zoe's necklace is retrieved by an fbi agent who assures her that aminos would be tracked down thanks to amanda's testimony filled with confidence and you know just beaming because she finally got what she wanted Zoe talks to Ben and they take a plane back home. On the plane, Zoe begins to get paranoid thinking that it's a setup orchestrated by Minos. And she's not wrong to think that. And there's too many things adding up. In particular, private things that she told her therapist. In particular, the therapist scene that we, the therapist visit that we walk into in the first scene of this film. And the the therapist telling her to take a plane ride and all you want is for them to get caught and that'll make you feel better, right? And, you know, after you get that, then you'll be fine. You'll leave it alone. And it just all comes to fruition. And Zoe realizes that she's not wrong. And while on the plane, she's walking and she sees her therapist and she tries to speak to her and the therapist acts as if she doesn't know who she is. And then gas sprays into the cha- into the plane while the game master mocks Zoe for falling into their trap as another escape room on the plane starts. And I really like the way that it ended. Uh, I believe it's supposed to lump in with the first one. So it's kind of like we saw a little bit of the future and they lumped it back. So they played it smart with how they looped it to make sense, you know, minus a scene from the end of the first film. But I think overall, Escape Room Tournament of Champions, I think it's a solid sequel. It was very entertaining. I would see it again, um, and I recommend that you see it too. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Pineapple Reels. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, that'll be Pineapple Reels. And if you want to email me or DM me, please do so with your suggestions for movies or comments, or if you want to discuss a certain film, please go ahead and do so. You can DM me on Instagram. Or you can email me pineapplereels at gmail.com. And next time I'll be covering M. Night Shyamalan's Old. I saw it last week when it came out on Thursday. And I want to talk about it. Um, I feel like this is pretty interesting. So if you have seen it, go ahead and tune in. If you haven't, go ahead and watch it so you can review this podcast after.